0: Hi, friend. Welcome to Heartbeats, a storytelling podcast taking place in an extraordinary
1: land filled with ordinary people. I am your storyteller, Xander, and here with me are Rob and Jazz.
2: So let's take a trip into town and see what's going on, shall we?
1: So, um,
0: what happened last time?
1: Yeah, what, what did happen last time, Rob? Tell us, paint me a word picture. Um...
0: We found ourselves back in the normal timeline, and some things had changed. Uh, Jeffrey knew magic, and slime people existed, and Jesse had a spouse. Sp- what Were they married, or were they just dating? Uh, no, they're
2: married. Yeah, I married. have written okay. down Jesse's wife.
0: Okay, cool. Yes, they're,
1: they they're are, are married. married. Um, I don't remember if I actually specified, but yes, they are married.
2: And that's about it
1: yeah that's that's pretty much it
2: slime people are so cool by the way
1: oh they're they're so, yeah, dope. so for slime people um, yeah so that's what happened last time so you are all uh prepping for a dinner i believe i assume you're all meeting at either the sheep's head inn or jazz's new home prior to setting out it's not jazz's um, new
0: home,
1: though. I mean, Charlene's new home. I'm gonna roll condition first. Yes, roll condition. Both of you roll condition. New day. A new
0: day. <laughs> Finally,
1: new day.
0: I fumbled on condition.
1: Great.
2: Cool. I got a four.
1: You got a four, so no bonus for you. Uh, Jacques, though, you're you're you are a little bit tired from just, even though you woke up fairly rested, the this whole experience of the day, a little bit disorienting, a little bit tiring. Um though for you, Rob, there will be a moment where I'm going to have you roll weird. Mm-hmm. And if you roll below a 50, mm-hmm. let me know. If you roll yep. above an 85, let me know. Okay. Anything between there, uh a normal it'll be a normal weird roll. But because you have not rolled below a 50 i'm 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 adding that bit
0: you're you're gonna punish me for finally rolling under 50 (laughs) yes okay we we gucci let's do this
1: yes so both of you real quick add a fumble point if you have not already for rob's fumble um and we shall begin at charlene's new home just making sure everything is ready and y'all look spiffy are y'all taking anything to the dinner
2: Charlene is now paranoid and has started carrying the scroll case with her wherever she goes.
1: Okay, so it's like a nice new accessory.
2: She started to, like, hook things on the uh, shoulder strap. Mm-hmm. A little bit like I do at Gen Con. Just, like, putting, like, her keys are now in a carabiner sort of ring thing. Like, there's just, like, all this stuff that starts hanging off. Uh, she starts like attaching like pins and like there's even some ribbon tied around it. It's just now like this fashion accessory, all around the shoulder strap.
0: Coincidentally, Jacques' umbrella is also hanging off of the shoulder strap. Um,
2: is it so he can carry the gift to dinner?
0: Entirely yes. <laughs> um, he. The, the the umbrella is also hanging off her shoulder strap um, and I think what, what Jacques has got um, Jacques is kind of holding um, a um, kind of a warm steaming um, plate that's covered in foil um, kind of quite out in front of him trying not to spill it on his um, suit um, he's cooked something but the foil doesn't really show what it is okay what does it smell like
1: Oh yeah, what does it smell uh, like?
0: Warm and warm and Tuscan, like you know, kind of lots of tomatoy type smells.
1: <laughs> just a fucking pasta dish. It's a lasagna. <laughs> Today's not Monday, sir. <laughs> that's my that's my lasagna, guess. I actually have I have no idea what it actually is. We'll find out. Okay. Neither do
0: I. <laughs> this is this is Kirchov's gun. Uh, show it in first. Reveal it in third. Um <laughs> uh, and Jacques is kind of at the door and he, he says, Charlene, we're we're running late.
2: How can we be running late? They didn't even tell us when to be there. They just said dinner. Exactly.
1: Uh there was a time. It was in two hours from the moment uh Zenith left. It's been about an hour in like a half, we'll say.
0: Don't you remember? Charlene, they said two hours, and it's been like an hour and a half, let's say.
1: (laughs) Love it.
2: I'm sure it'll be fine. It didn't take us 30 minutes to get to Jessie's house, and unless her house has moved, which I'm pretty sure (laughs) Zenith said it hadn't, we're fine. What is that smell? Pasta bake. Great. Okay. Pasta bake. That actually smells kind of good. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go.
0: Um, and Jacques tries to awkwardly open the door with his elbow still keeping the plate very far in front and away from his suit.
2: Jacques, let me get the door
0: Thank you Uh
2: Uh-huh Go through it. Now I lock it behind me
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep (laughs) Okay Yeah
2: (sighs) Also I'm not so sure about this timeline I mean, I don't know if that's actually a word I think I just invented it but, you know, like there was a line of things that happened and they happened in time and now it's a different line and I just don't know how I feel about this. um, And I'm telling you now while we're walking to dinner because I really don't want to mention it while we're at dinner.
0: I mean, I'm I'm just going to offhandedly make heaps of comments about how time has changed during dinner and see how they react.
2: Yeah, well, for one, Zenith wasn't... Jessie wasn't married the last time we saw her in Gum Gum. There was no evidence well, of another person being in the house.
0: Well, I wasn't planning to lead off with that, but if you want to, <laughs> it's a bold strategy.
2: I think that's a terrible strategy, we should just say nothing about it and ask how things have been and what things we missed in town. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I'm Also confused. a bold
0: strategy. Maybe, maybe we could just eat the pasta bake and... Just observe lots of things, and and maybe it'll make more sense to us.
2: Whose kitchen did you borrow to make the pasta bake?
0: Not important. <laughs> and it <laughs> no, no, and the camera cuts to um, a kitchen we haven't seen it before, but a kitchen which is on fire, <laughs> and then cuts back to Jacques. <laughs>
1: Jeffrey, Jeffrey's just shaking his head outside the flaming kitchen <laughs> door. <laughs> but anyways, uh, to continue on. So you guys start heading out, I assume, walking down the down the street, heading toward mm-hmm. the outskirts of the town where, where Jesse and a few other people live. Uh, and as you're walking down the street. You guys notice a, a few particular different shops that you don't recall seeing uh, particularly Jacques who should know that this shop was definitely not here before or else he would not have moved here as there is a Matsuda Corp friendly neighborhood store with a big sign saying coming soon uh, plastered onto the front of it
0: um, Jacques seeing this business almost walk straight past it and then kind of bugs bunny style does the double take and walks backwards and he looks at it and he puts the pasta bake down on the ground Mm -hmm. hey um charlene could i have my umbrella for a second
2: she hands you your umbrella and picks up the pasta bake
0: um thank you um i need you to close your eyes and count to say 15 for a second just just close them lock your ears count to 15
2: can't lock my ears if... Never mind. She holds the pasta bake out and closes her eyes. 15, Um, 14.
0: Jacques walks over to the front door of this new building and he wedges the um, umbrella against the door handle and he pushes really hard to try and break the door open.
1: Okay, roll me strength plus strength. Uh,
0: That is a six. Plus the effects of the umbrella.
1: Yeah. Um, it takes you about a good, like seven seconds of,
0: but you do pop
1: the, the door open.
0: Jacques stops and he looks up into thin air for a moment and he says, Steiner, this one's for me, not for you. Uh, and he walks into this building that's being developed and, uh, he just kind of knocks a few things over. Um, Steals some plans that are sitting on the half-built building. Um, maybe turns an oven on, but doesn't light it, and leaves. <laughs>
2: Five, four, three. Are you back yet, Jacques?
0: And he closes the door after him. <gasps> yep, I'm back.
2: Oh my god! Two, what are you doing? One. Wow, this pasta bake smells amazing. I just yeah, it's
0: really good. It's a really easy recipe, and the camera cuts away to the building with flames coming out of the windows, and cuts back.
1: God damn it! Why are you vandalizing things? First, you you all steal. And lie and now vandalize. Man, this is a great heartwarming adventure.
0: Um, this I'm putting this episode, I'm putting the warming into Heartwarming Fantasy. God. <laughs> no comment. Uh, and then they and and then they continue Jock continues up
1: the street. Y'all continue up the street. Um you pass a few other buildings, and as you get closer to the edge of town, you notice that there's a gathering in front of uh, the uh, police station, the, the small sheriff's station. You see a crowd of people mm-hmm. gathering around. Uh, would y'all like, what would you like to do? Just walk past it, see what's going on? What would you like to do?
2: Charlene may have a thing for this. Would you consider this within sight and normal lighting?
1: Um, since it's becoming dusk, I wouldn't particularly say it's normal lighting, but it's not like it's bad lighting. So we'll go with okay. sure. We'll go with sure.
2: I can read lips.
1: Okay. Can um, I
2: see anyone that is talking that we just can't hear and I can read their lips?
1: N- no. Uh. So the crowd of people are facing away from you. So you're just seeing the back of the heads and whatever is happening in front of the stores being covered by these crowd of people.
2: I would just walk up and start listening Still holding the pasta bake at arm's length
1: So you both go uh, I assume y'all push your way through Some of the crowd
2: mm-hmm. And you'd be like, excuse me, coming through Casserole, pasta bake, excuse me
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, so You guys push through with your with your pasta Breaking and your <laughs> and your Umbrella just pushing through um, You guys see The, the sheriff who y'all f- Never met But I mean, he's wearing a cool cowboy hat, a vest. He has a big star on his uh, vest. So, you know, he's the sheriff and he's down on the ground uh, booking this big, giant, broad like woman whose hands are now behind her back being like handcuffed. You see like her broadsword sitting down next to her. That's as big as she is. And so it's a good like six, seven feet tall of like a blade, not including Mm -hmm. like the, the hilt. And she's screaming and, and saying words, but nothing is is coming out. Though, Shirley, with your ability, since you brought it up, you're able to clearly read her lips as she's screaming. And you're getting kind of the, the gist of that. She's like, let go of me. I didn't do it. Why? What's going on? Stop this. I did nothing wrong. And the sheriff is just okay. like... Like hoisting her up, seeming to have like no issues, even though he's kind of a not like the biggest dude, but like he seems to have no issues picking up this like seven foot tall woman to her to her feet. In
2: sir, Mister Sheriff, sir, do you want some pasta bake?
1: (laughs) Um, the the crowd, uh, uh, this really thick crowd, all like just stops and looks at you in confusion. The (laughs) the woman. (laughs) Now you're getting a better, better look at, uh, looks at you, her face kind of uh, like a pale green of sorts. She has like tusks coming up from her lower lip and she has like uh, hair that's all bundled up, like dreadlocks bundled up into a ponytail. And you see the sheriff just going, just looking at you, just confused. Like why you're... Now that
2: I have your attention, could you tell me why you're arresting this individual?
1: I need a minute. Hold on.
2: Charlene is really good at this.
0: That's
1: fantastic.
0: That's I cannot. It's fantastic.
1: <laughs> the sheriff looks at you and just goes, "Well, there, little lady." If you take a gander over there, and he gestures with his uh, free hand. Uh, this beast. Is tearing up our streets and granted when you look over to the road that y'all were going to be walking down there does seem to be like a long etched carved into it from, from as far as you can see on this like hobbled stone if y'all like to say roll perception real quick the,
2: investigation?
1: Sure investigation can work just as well cause uh the the like big like engraved line to the road uh, does come to like the gathered circle of where y'all are at. It's an
0: eight for perception.
1: Okay.
2: Yes. Twelve investigation.
1: Okay. Uh, so Rob, from your perception roll, you notice that these this car- like carving kind of reminds you of what you did in the kitchen earlier today with your pasta bake. Uh, like like if some kind of knife was cutting into it you're like, Oh, I wonder what could have done that. I mean, you can put the two and two together. Your, your character's pretty mm-hmm. smart, but surely in your investigation rule note, like you can see the big giant sword, how the mud and stone is carved up onto its hilt. Some of the rock actually embedded into part of the blade at the, at the tip and how the road is. You're like, Oh, this is probably caused from this big giant claymore blade.
2: Sir, I'm glad to see that you're taking care of our roads and you, you, put that at a high priority compared to, you know, some places in Borealis where it feels like you could just jump through it and end up in another dimension, which is kind of what I feel like has happened right now, but that groove that she's done isn't big enough. I really appreciate you doing that, but why exactly are you forcefully putting her in handcuffs before asking her what's going on? And you can see that, like, the pasta bake gets transferred to one hand and, like, the notepad <laughs> comes out and now the notepad is on top of the pasta bake and a pencil comes out of somewhere and she starts, like, scribbling down notes on top of the pasta
0: bake. No, 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 no. And Jock comes and takes the pasta bake away <laughs> and puts the, the pad back in her hand.
1: Uh, gotta keep the pasta bake safe. Well, little lady, she, uh... She resisted arrest. When I start questioning her, she just started, garbling that devil's tongue.
2: Uh-huh. And you, you see Man, the woman. Can you understand us?
1: She looks at you after spitting on the ground after the the comment of devil's tongue, and she tries to speak. Nothing's coming out, but you can read her lips, and she's like. Of course I can understand you. I didn't do anything wrong. And she just starts just spinning more aggressively.
2: Sir, I think this would go easier, Sheriff, if she wasn't handcuffed. I think there's a story here that we're not fully appreciating. Also, that is a magnificent sword, and I really want to know where she got it. I'm gonna start walking gently, like just like that tiptoe sideways crab walk back over towards
1: the sword okay uh rob roll me weird and as you're rolling this uh the sheriff's like little lady i'm gonna have to ask you to stand clear stand back this is clearly the uh business of the law and i am the law so I'm going to take Sheriff, this.
2: I understand you are the law, but I am the press and I do believe I have a right to be here and understand what is going on. On behalf of the rest of these fair heartbeats folks here.
1: Uh, roll, roll me spirit plus spirit. Three. Three. Um, So no one in the crowd is like kind of like no one's really nodding or stuff. So they're all just kind of watching this transpire. No one's kind of cheering for one side over the other
2: yep that's um, what i figured
1: i rolled a
0: 22 on weird
2: oh son of a bitch oh, that's less than a 50 that is mm-hmm. that's that finally
0: time
1: all right so you rolled a you said 22 22 22 already so the sheriff starts walking over to you charlene it's like now little miss you can be here you just cannot be passing the barrier of people that have been conveniently made into this semicircle So can I please? And then, as soon as he, you know, that last word, whoosh, is heard in a cling, as you notice that where the sound originated from, the woman's arms flail up into to the sky. Her restraints now now broken, an arrow, an arrow stuck into her her wrist, and she breaks off, throws it, and just roars, grabs her uh, giant sword on the ground. And just swing, swings it a handful of times, both on the building, cutting a big gash to it. On the ground, it's sinking in a good three feet. And Jacques, since you're holding the pasta bake, can I? Can you roll me a, a Dex plus? Stru- no, Dex plus Dex.
0: That's a nine.
1: A nine. Uh, you barely manage to keep a grasp onto your pasta bake. As this woman's flailing, <laughs> flailing her sword about causing quivers into the ground, uh, you see the sheriff turning to pull out his gun, though an arrow uh, swings past, landing at his feet.
0: Gosh darn tootin' d- dang it!
1: <laughs> he seems a bit uh, flubbergasted. The uh, the orcish woman just says something completely unintelligible in, in her native language and jumps up full force onto the roof and then up and over behind it and you just hear fading, running thumps away and you you hear the mumbling of the townsfolk and and kind of worry.
0: Charlene. Charlene.
2: Yes, Jacques?
0: You know that this is maybe our fault that she's still out there causing disaster trails. Charlene
2: finishes with her notes, closes up her notebook, puts it back in her pocket, puts her pencil behind her ear. Well, Jacques, our fault or not, we have a dinner to get to, and that pasta bake is going to start getting cold.
0: Cut to the roof of the building solidly on fire.
1: <laughs> 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 okay. We we cut to. The, the once inflamed building being put out by snowmen hugging the flames. <laughs> so you two, during the, the commotion as the sheriff, Alistar, is trying to settle the people down, you both sneak away to get on to your, to your dinner, now running just a, a tad behind. I told you we'd be running late, Charlie.
2: It is not my fault we're running late because we ran into an adventurer who ended up busting out of her chains and also there's a random fire down the block. That is also not our fault. I'm just saying there are extenuating circumstances, okay? And I hope Jesse and Zenith and Gum Gum can forgive us. And I really hope the pasta bake isn't cold.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay, Shelly. I can reheat it.
2: You can do that? All I know is cold magic.
0: No, they are cold ovens, Charlene.
2: Oh, I don't cook very often.
0: That's okay. Neither do I.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And with that, um, after a good 15 minutes of walking, being only around 10 odd minutes late, uh, y'all are now in the front yard of Jesse's cottage.
2: Does it look similar to when we were here last time?
1: Uh, yeah. You still have, like, the, the large-ish doghouse, the little, like, sunbathing pavilion. Uh, that seems to be for a dog's eyes, still in the yard.
0: Um, Jacques will go up and sort of balancing the pasta bake under
1: the crook of his arm, he'll knock on the door. Okay, so as you knock, you how many times do you knock? Uh, Thrice. Thrice. So you go boom, boom, boom. And as you move your hand down, you hear another as an arrow is now embedded into the door where you've knocked. Uh, You hear from the other side of the door. "Ah, Coming. Just give me a minute. Um, As you hear Jesse calling out, there is now an arrow in front of both of y'all in the door with a uh, scroll wrapped around it, like a, a note tied to it.
2: Since Jack has his hands full with the pasta bake, uh, Charlene's going to go forward and pull the arrow with the parchment off. And is there anything written on it?
1: Yeah. You open it and the parchment reads, we appreciate the escape. We appreciate the help of the escape. Thank you. And it's signed. You're new somewhat friends.
2: Jacques, I don't know if these are the kinds of friends we want. And I turn and I
1: show him the note. Jesse opens the door and just goes, Uh, sorry? I mean...
2: No, it's not you. It's the note Uh, that showed up on your front door. Also, there's an arrow. Sorry about that. Um, watch out. We brought pasta bake.
1: (laughs) She looks at the notch at the door looking concerned, but with the tail of pasta bake, she's like, I love pasta bake. And that's where we'll, we'll call it.
0: Thanks for dropping by Heartbeats. That was a good time, huh? If you want to keep the good times rolling, you can contact us at Twitter at HeartbeatsCast. You can contact our wonderful storyteller at AdepZander. You can find the wonderfully talented Jazz at Orange Like Jazz. And you can find Humble or Me at Potentially Rob. Oh, and go have a look at our fancy new website at heartbeatscast.com. Lastly, if you've liked the show so far, we'd love it if you'd go to iTunes and like, rate and review us. It would mean a bunch. Bye, friend.